Here we go. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Happy New Year. Mikey Hizzle. Sean Dizzle. Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year and happy recording day. Happy recording day indeed. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Yes, sir. It's all good. It's a new year. It is. You know, one of my favorite songs uh, happens at the end of Elf for the new year. I don't know any of the words to the song, but <laughs> the, uh, the girl that he had to crush on through the whole movie, she's singing and his dad is actually playing the piano. It's a beautiful song and it's perfect for new year. And yeah, I suck. I don't know. You know what song I'm talking about? Um, I haven't watched Elf this year all the way through, so no, I don't. Oh, dun 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 dun. We forgot, and I. What is that song? Um, it escapes me, bro. <laughs> okay. Forget it. Happy recording day anyway. <laughs> Happy recording day. <laughs> is uh, it nothing from nothing? Nothing from nothing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, dude. Don't worry about it. We'll find I'll find now. it. I'll find it. It's the song off of Elf. I'll find it, and uh, we'll throw it in there. It'll be perfect. Don't you worry. What song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? So, you got a bunch of fat people that are uh, gonna, or people that think that they're fat, and they're gonna put together a bunch of New Year's resolutions to lose weight. You got some people that are way too skinny in their own estimation. They're gonna say that they want to gain some weight. And um, this is the time of year that gym memberships skyrocket through the roof. And so does attendance to the gyms. Uh, And then by March, April time frame, the gyms are empty again and they're ready to uh, (laughs) relapse on. to eat for the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So... It's a very funny time of year. I can't tell you how many times I've made a New Year's resolution to to lose weight because I'm a fat bastard. So 
No, nobody write us angry letters because I said the word fat. I'm pretty corpulent myself. Yeah, well, first off, I don't know where they would write a letter to. Second, I'm right there with you, man. I've done the whole, let's lose weight and get healthy, you know? And then by, like, February, you're like, fuck that. Yeah. It's too much work. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why I think that um, you don't have to wait to New Year's to make a change. I think that if you make a decision that you want to make a change on a Tuesday, you should start on a Tuesday. Uh, it's going up <laughs> on a Tuesday. I'm serious, dude. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I have a, you know, just to me, it's like when you feel the, the urge to actually do something, I think that's the time to do it. I don't think that you should ever wait. Because when you when you feel the the uh, the 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 strength, if you will, to actually make a decision like that to make a change, I think that's the time to execute. Because you know your forty days can can start right there, or your thirty day, your twenty one day, or your seven day, whatever fix can start that day while you've got the energy to do it. I mean, because truthfully, if you're making a decision to make a change at night right before you go to bed while you're brushing your teeth you're like oh i'm gonna do something different with my life you ain't doing shit <laughs> you know but you get up first thing in the morning and you're like you know what it's five o'clock in the morning i usually don't wake up till six i'm gonna get up and do something different i'm gonna go do some squats that's the time to do it in my opinion hmm. you know well, not in my opinion, because if I'm up at 5 a.m., the only thing I'm motivated to do is pee. Uh, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, get it while the getting's good, you know? Yeah, I mean, this whole, like, New Year's thing, I don't know, man. It's... I guess it's, you know, there's nothing wrong and it's good to look back over the past year and, you know, kind of do a, uh, what do you call it when you like evaluate shit? An evaluation? Yeah, but there's another word for it. Anyway, <laughs> do an evaluation. Self-assessment? See where you're at. Yeah. And then, okay, here's how I can improve. Now let's yeah. do it. This new year, these are going to be my goals. Nothing wrong with that. But I think we put, like, a little too much on to some of that. You know what I mean? Sure. Or no maybe we just don't really mean it. We just know we we should because we need to. But I don't want to. You know? I don't know. It's kind of like, like the only thing I can relate it to like just offhand off the top of my brain is like quitting smoking you know like you can try this and that and have an accountability partner and wear a patch and like wean yourself off or do whatever you want to do you know stand on your head or <laughs> get hypnotized but like unless you really want to to quit or like to do something yeah it's just not gonna you know 
it's not going to take. I feel like. Yeah, so I think you, I think you're agreeing with me, 100. percent Like you got to want it, and you got to do it because you want to do it. And if that's not happening, then it's just another idea. You know, it's just another lost thing. Like you might as well not even try. <laughs> sure. I guess. Well, I'm also an idiot, so who knows? <laughs> you and me both. Uh, I, I'm just a firm believer that when you got the testicular fortitude, that's the time to, to stroke it, you know? You got to do it. Um, because you know what? The, those moments pass. Like, so, so for me, I've been wanting to lose a little bit of weight because I got a little bit of a... Uh, I got, I'm rocking a dad bod right now, you know? Let the dad bods unite. I'm rocking a dad bod right now. Zipper cat. You know, I've got some good shoulders. I got some good arms. I got a good chest. But I got a little bit of a, you know, gutty gut gut going on. So, um, I was just like... Gut gut? Gutty gut gut. <laughs> <laughs> so big, I got two guts. <laughs> So, I've for years I've been trying to do this New Year's resolution thing and lose some weight, and I was thinking about it like back in September, like you know what, dude, I'm gonna have to do something different in order to really make this thing work. You know, get increase my energy level, increase blood flow, increase uh, my my mental capacity. Da 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 da. I've been thinking about this stuff. Uh. So I was like, forget it. I got this app on my phone. Let me just go ahead and just start using it right now. Forget the first of the year. Forget that. Let me just do it now. And, um, and I've been consistent since September. Uh, and working out like every other day, every couple days or whatever. A good four times out of the week. And I'm feeling good. I've lost some weight. I don't know how much weight I've lost because my wife gave away our scale. And... Uh, but I feel good. I know pants are fitting better and things are getting, things are starting to look up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but I started back in September. And I've, we've canceled our membership to a gym a long, long time ago. Uh, but at the end of last year, I, um, I picked up a, a weight set for myself. Uh, I figured if I'm going to pay 30 bucks a month, you know, I can spend you know, 300 bucks and get a whole gym put in my basement. So that's what I did. I just took 300 bucks and just put a, put a gym in the basement. At least I think it was 300 bucks. It might've been cheaper than that. Just in case my wife listens and she says, you really spent 300 bucks on all those weights? Anyway. Um, and it's, it's called Strong Lift 5 by 5 And I've been lifting and uh, it's just simple. It's squats. Today was squats, bench press, barbell row. In two days, it'll be squat, overhead press, deadlift. And it's just those two exercises that just alternate every other day. Super simple, super easy to keep up with. And it's been helping me to stay consistent because it's so simple. You know what I mean? But it's been since, since uh, September that I've been doing it. Because I know that if I try to start on January 1, I'm screwed. First of all, I might not even wake up January 1. Because I'm going to drink 
December 31st. <laughs> well, good for you, man. You are so much better than me. I am not better than you. You've got salt and pepper in all your hair, by the way. I, I do. what does that have to do with anything it's about what you value you value the body I value hair that which I lack oh so to each their own is all in the perspective you know true yeah but I mean it is the first of the year and I don't want to shit on making resolutions so let's just talk about it well i I mean real quickly i don't i don't want to shit on them either because i will make things that you know there will be stuff that i want to shoot for but i'm also going to be realistic you know i'm not going to sit here and be like i'm going to lose 100 pounds this year Woo! well first (laughs) off i don't need to lose 100 pounds no you don't i would look like i'm on crack and secondly like i'm just not gonna do that i'm not i'm just not so to sit here and be like yeah let's do this unrealistic thing because i'm pushing myself and it's a new year and it's a new me woo like no sure so you gotta be realistic you know what i'm saying yeah you do and i think think that's this might actually be sort of satisfyingly deep i don't know Uh And I know we're only like not even 15 minutes into this shindig, but no, something my grandfather told me about uh, setting your mind and more so just making a commitment is that when you make a commitment, you eliminate all other options. So like, I mean, just think about that. You know, if you say like, I mean, Let's take the biggest one, marriage. I commit to you, fill-in-the-blank person, you know? You're now eliminating all other options as far as a mate for yourself, right? Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like maybe not every situation is like that, but, you know, let's say you want to commit to losing 40 pounds this year. Then commit to it and eliminate all other options. So, like, when you want to go grab a healthy something from a fast food place, no. You made a commitment. So that's not even an option anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, be crazy about it or just don't do it, I feel like. You know? And not not be crazy about it, but, like, mean it. So, like, I totally appreciate, you know, making goals for the year. And I totally get that. I also think we make a lot of commitments that we don't actually commit to, and I think that's funny and bullshit. (laughs) It is. I agree. Yeah. I like it. You know, every year around this time, when I was pastoring, I, I would do a... December was basically goal month, you know? And I would talk about... Uh writing down your goals and 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 making them happen for the for the coming year and um that was satisfyingly deep by the way i did enjoy that i mean it was it was a little quickie you know what i mean it was quick it was quick and easy 
uh, slid in, slid out. You know, it was awesome. I could appreciate that. We ain't got time. We ain't got all that time in the world. You know, quick in, yeah. quick out. Yeah, Just get it in, get her done. Yeah, it was still satisfying though. But um, we would talk about uh, in December every year. December we would talk about goals, and I I would do a um, a five part series about you know just different things that that would be good to set goals in. And realistically, off the top of my head, it was uh, like writing down financial goals being one Uh, relationship goals like goals with your spouse or with other people you know if you're an asshole you can build some bridges instead of burn some stuff like that Uh, then we would talk about personal development as a three like uh, like do you want to read books this year or you want to get to a particular seminar this year or uh, you know, whatever books on tape or whatever you want to journal more, or you want to do less therapy or a little bit more therapy or was this whatever. the eighties? Personal development. No, this was not from the eighties. Shut up, Sean. You said tape. I just oh, <laughs> <laughs> put it in your Walkman and walk around. You know what I'm trying to say. What's the name of this stupid thing? Um, well, not stupid. Audiobooks? Audiobooks. That's what I'm trying to say. Welcome to 2019. <laughs> we also have bigger cell phones that are thinner and do everything. Nice catch. Nice catch, Mon Frere. Um, Do you don't... still hand crank your car? <laughs> well, let me tell you what we got here. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> all right, all right, I got you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, the last two are just like health and and spirituality. So it's just like, uh, what you know, your health goals for yourself: lose weight, gain weight, eat healthier, whatever the case may be. Uh, run more, whatever. Uh, and then spirituality obviously speaks for itself. It's like you know your relationship with God. You want to pray more, you want to read the Bible more, study more, whatever the case may be. But those five things uh, we would talk about for a whole month, for the whole month of December, every single year, you know, uh, as a church. And so I always felt like it was important to do that at home as well. You know, so me and my wife, we will sit down and we would do these goals together and just say, okay, how much do you want to save this year? You know, who do you want to see more of this year? You know, let's let's like plan around how we're going to get closer to people. You know, you want to go see Sean and Brooke. You want to go see Matt and Jay. You want to go see so-and-so-and-so-and-so. Let's let's make a plan at the beginning of the year. This is something that we want to do to maintain or to build, you know, greater relationships. Let's do it. Personal development, it's all for me, has always been like how many books I want to read. You know, and I typically stick with about, you know, one book a month. I want to be able to knock down 12 to 15 books a year for me personally. 
And some of those are paperback, some of those are hardback, some of those are, you know, on the iPad. On tape. On tape. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (sighs) Yeah. Word. Yeah. It's something to do. You know, I mean, if you, if it's something that I think that, uh, I think that, you know, something like this will help people if they chose to, you know, think about it. Because, you know, these are, those are five areas that, that are important for everybody uh, to help a person actually have a balanced life or have a life that's fulfilling. Or if you want to be able to look back on, on, at the end of 2019, you want to be able to look back at the end of 2019 and say, you know, hey, I've really done something this year and feel good about yourself. Man, this is a way to do it. Set goals, write them down, put it in a, in a journal, talk about it on a podcast, do something to where you get it out into the universe, if you will. And, um, and you can have your friends keep you accountable, you know, or have your spouse keep you accountable. Hey, how many books did you, have you read so far? Well, none, but I've listened to three cassette tapes. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to keep driving it home. <laughs> I'm not going to let that die, I don't think. That was the way we used to do it, though. Back before Audible.com, there were books on tape, bro. Come I on. know. <clears throat> I had a Walkman. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just so funny because I don't think I've even seen a Walkman in like I don't know how long, you know? Twenty years at least. That's like though when people I mean it's obviously few and far between, but I've had a few people ask like, Oh well when it, you know <clears throat> when we get the video done, do you just, you know, give us a tape of it or <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> no. Yeah, no, because... we don't do tapes. We yeah. it's digital now. There's this cloud thing that we can upload it to, and then you can do whatever you want with it. I don't know. It's just funny. You know, I saw a picture today on Facebook. It was a a picture of Mario laying down it's me, Mario. with big white gloves on, his big red plumber's hat and overalls. And uh, the, the caption said, if you remember this, then you grew up in one of the greatest generations in the world. Yeah, boy. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I remember that. I remember this photo. Like, I could tell that he literally, the person, took a picture of the, you know, the paperwork that came with the original game. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I remember Nintendo. I remember playing Mar- Super Mario Brothers, you know. It was a great generation before the internet came. But like today, I'm chilling with, with Micah. I'm in the basement, you know, working out, and I called him down there. And I had bought a new uh, controller for the Xbox 360. And I said, buddy, you got to set this up because, one, I don't know how to set it up. Two... I'm about to work out, so I don't really care to set it up. But you can set it up. And he was like, well, Daddy, I don't know how. And I'm like, okay. So maybe I'm not failing completely as a father to where he, all he knows is video games. <laughs> so I said, well, just look it up on YouTube. 
And he was like, uh, my YouTube is blocked. I, it's restricted, so I can't see, you know, most things on YouTube. And I'm like, all right, there's a win for his mom, you know. She's, uh, she's restricting or limiting his YouTube access so that he can't just sit on YouTube all day. Perfect. So I gave him my phone. And, uh, well, first, he looked it up on Google on his iPod, on his phone. And, uh, and was trying to follow the instructions on Google, couldn't get it. So I gave him my phone, looked it up on YouTube. He was able to get it in 30 seconds. He's like, Daddy, that really helped. I'm like, yeah, YouTube is amazing. But I remember those days where there was no YouTube and you actually literally had to freaking go to a library or, or you know, hope just that your dad it out. Or just figure it out, yeah. You know, I mean, we used to just take stuff apart just to see how it went together. Didn't understand what all the parts were or what they did. But we had a screwdriver, we had a Phillips, we had a flathead, which means that we can take anything apart and, uh, and figure it out on our own. So, Yeah, it's different times, man. <clears throat> That's for sure. Oh, well, all is not lost. Not yet. You can still write a goal and uh, listen to books on tape. <laughs> After you finish shopping at the Salvation Army. <laughs> hey, man, speaking of the Sally, I found a, uh, I don't know if this is in poor taste now that things have happened with Cosby, but I found uh, one of Cosby's first stand-up records at the Sally for like 50 cents a couple months ago. Friggin' bought that shit. Can't beat it. Can't right? beat it. <clears throat> and I even, I paused wow. for a split second, and I'm like, should I get this? Yeah, Because, I mean, it, first off, it's 50 cents, but it was more like a, man, like, to me, like, this is so cool because, you know, I grew up watching Cosby, and, you know, like, it, all the stuff that happened, you know, and that's come to light or whatever, and. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. It was still kind of like, yeah, but it's still Cosby. Like, that's so cool, you know? Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of people in his day that were laughing at his stand-up that didn't know what he was doing, but the man was still funny. Yeah. You know? For sure. So you can consider it as you just buying a piece of history. Yeah, I, I mean, it was 50 cents, dude. Definitely got that shit. <laughs> yeah as far as i'm concerned you know in his younger days he was funny and uh no matter what he's done i he still has uh he's still an artist and his art form is is still relevant and entertaining it's just like if you found out that leonardo da vinci was gay and you're a staunch christian Republican and you don't like gay people, what are you going to do? If I try to give you some some artwork from Leonardo da Vinci, are you going to not take it because he was gay? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm going to get real dark here in a second, but let me preface what I'm saying. I feel like the more famous you are, and then the more that time passes, it's like 
this person owned that. That's cool. I don't care what you did. I don't care who you are. So, like, if you found in your great-grandparents' attic or basement something that Hitler had. Dark. Like, like, it was, like, signed by him or something. <laughs> that would still be pretty crazy cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not because yeah. you appreciated what he did. Obviously not. Unless you're a fucking horrible person. Because, good lord. But just the fact that he's so known... And like that famous to have something that was connected to that person would just be kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? It would be because it's history. Yeah. And yeah. it's, I guess that's my thing now with the yeah. Cosby thing, even with all the stuff that's going down, it's like the history that that man has created. Like, yeah, it's still cool to own something of his, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, he put a lot of kids through college. And uh, I haven't heard one report of people actually uh, trying to pay the money back because they're so appalled that they received money from a person like that. Well, of course not. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. Um, yeah. Anyway, we talked about that on another podcast, so I don't want to yeah. spend too much time on it. I of just, course not. The point was made and thought it was interesting. But it's still very cool that you found a record of his for 50 cents. Right. <clears throat> so if you're ever at the awesome. Salvation Army and you find a record of Hitler giving a speech and it's a dollar, buy that shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. History mofo. Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked about this, but I, I've got a bunch of records from my family, from my dad and from a bunch of from his sister but uh, there was there was a flood and uh a bunch of the record covers got completely ruined and they're just like half covered in mud uh because they were in the flood yeah um and dude i i, I don't know what to do man i i really want to keep these records and preserve them because they came from you know my dad and my aunt who's passed but the other part of me is like, dude, I've just, I've got mold spores like flying around my house because I brought this stuff inside my house, you know? And, uh, and as I've been going through the records, I've been like trying to clean them with alcohol, spraying them with, with antibacterial stuff and just trying to kill off as much as I can. But some of the covers have been so badly damaged that I couldn't save them. I've been throwing them away. And it's been heartbreaking, dude. Because people would, people would kill to have some of these albums in the original cover. People would kill oh, for it. I bet. You know? Like good old school 60s, 70s, 80s music. You know? A lot of old gospel albums. Stuff that just, it's just no way in the world. You're not going to be able to find it. You know? Yeah. I'm like, what the hell do I do? Do I just. So, what I did was. Dude, get I... some clear covers and. Yeah. Just salvage the records, I guess, you know? That's what I did. I bought a bunch of clear covers and I've just been. I, I'll clean them off, clean off the record, slide it inside of a clear cellophane. And hopefully, you know, whatever mold spores I missed will just go into the cellophane and stay in there and be trapped. 
I can still slide the record in and out without having to pull the the cover out of the cellophane. Yeah. For, for some of them. I don't know, dude. And then, like, to play the records, I want to play the records, but I can't because they're so moldy. So I got to freaking clean the records first. And I'm just, dude, I've run out of alcohol. Just kind of. It's never over, good. Over cleaning everything, you know. So. Speaking of alcohol, I had some uh, nine-year-aged Knob Creek. That was a special barrel reserve. Uh, you said knob. Uh, over the holiday. Yeah. Oh, it was so good, man. And it was, it was you know, that's pretty, you know, it was, I think they said it was like $100 for the bottle. Yeah, that, I mean, nine years is a long time for bourbon. I mean, typically you only need about three years to make a good bourbon. Dude, Five years it was to make a really so good one. sweet and smooth. Yeah, I wonder what like kind of barrels. Hours were. later, my mouth is just like salivating because it wants more. You know, what kind of barrel is that in? Uh, I didn't read the bottle. I oh. did take a picture of it though. I'll have to look. Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I had some Knob Creek, but I know it's a very good bourbon. And it's uh, it's 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 nice to have it when it's there. I'll drink it for sure. Um, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, but for nine years, man, that had to be, that had to be pretty strong. Nine years. Oh age. yeah, it was a uh, hundred and twenty proof. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, you're definitely 60. not shooting it. Yeah. <laughs> you're no, sipping on that shit. Oh yeah, that's a sipper. That's sixty percent alcohol. Yep. That's over 50%, dude. That's amazing. It was uh, so good. And for those that know, typical bourbon is uh, 90 proof, 45% alcohol, you know. So to go uh, 120 proof, that's, that's hot. And you pretty much cannot taste anything beyond 120 proof, you know, when it comes down to the alcohol content it, anything over 120 it's just it's not even comfortable you're getting into that stuff that just like smells and tastes and burns like alcohol so it's the same thing with like uh, bitterness when it comes down to a, a good IPA the uh, international bitters units uh, the IBUs for a, for a good hoppy beer uh, they say that you can't, your, the human body, the tongue cannot even process, can't taste anything over 120 IBUs. A hundred is really too much. <laughs> so, you know, the best tasting beers that have good hops, uh, you know, they're, they're probably, I mean, it's according to everybody's palate, right? Your palate is different from mine. But for me, anywhere between 60 and 80 IBUs, I'm happy. But anything over 80, is 100, I, I've had them all, 120. And it's very, very difficult to balance out a beer that has about 120 IBUs. And I think it's the same thing with bourbon. It's, you, you're getting 120 proof. I, I think you're dancing with the devil there, and you, you might not be able to balance it out. Uh, as good 
to where it doesn't just taste like fire going down your esophagus, you know? <laughs> well, good old knob did it good. Yeah. <laughs> because it did not burn. That's good. It's very good. It's hard to do, man. It's hard to control. Yeah, very hard to control, which is why I would rather just drink it and not make it myself. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to try to make bourbon. No. I'm not rich enough, for one thing, not to do it right, you know? Right. I get it. I'll tell you what, though. You know, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of bourbon, obviously. I love it. And uh, one of my New Year's resolutions is to drink more of it. Um, you know, it used to be that in order for you to be considered a bourbon, you had to be made in Kentucky, right? And now they've they've uh, they've changed that a little bit. Now anybody can make bourbon. You got the Japanese and the Chinese making bourbon, right? Uh, but Kentucky straight bourbon obviously still needs to be. In Kentucky, using Kentucky waters. And I, I tell people all the time, I really think it's something about the water. Just the same thing with being in Michigan, right? I live in Michigan. We, I, can, I drink the water right out of the tap. If you live in Ohio, you ain't doing that shit, you know? If you, <laughs> you, you live in a bunch of different places, you're not drinking the water out of the tap because it's terrible. But <clears throat> Michigan Great Lakes... We've got the best water in the union, and you can drink it right out of the tap. Would you agree with Just, me? Uh, here. Yeah. I mean, I drink tap water. Do you? Out of Pole Dunk, Illinois? I mean, uh. No, I mean, in Michigan, and I did. Oh. And okay. then here I do. Do you? Pretty much everywhere I lived, I've drank the tap water, though. I don't know. That's probably why I'm so crazy. Yeah. What are we even talking about right now, bro? <laughs> this is the oh. New Year's episode. We're talking about fucking Michigan water. This and is another episode. Bourbon. It's another episode that's going to be called Segways. Yeah. Mm. I know how to get us back on track. Uh. You ready? What? So ready. <laughs> we were talking. We we talked earlier about what we want to do different or to do new, um, in in twenty nineteen for the Unchurched podcast. So how about we just pick it up there? Let's do it. Sweet. So you first had an idea, and it was about uh, a new segment. Yeah, we kind of toyed around with the idea. I forget which episode it was. Um, but with with coming up with a new segment, and we never really <clears throat> went down that uh, avenue. But it kind of spurred some thinking behind the scenes, and we've talked a little bit about you know brainstorming a, a new segment, and um, we're not gonna. We're not going to debut it now. We're just going to tease you because that's what we do sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Just a little teaser rune. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to debut uh, a new segment that we'll do pretty much every episode um, from here until we decide not to. Um, and that is definitely a commitment that we are making. Just like uh, satisfyingly deep is this segment that we have, right? Yeah. Yep. So we want to add another segment. We do. But we don't have a name for it yet. We don't. So what do you think <laughs> of what do you think of letting the listeners weigh in on the, the new segment? Oh yeah. I love it. For sure. Hit us up. So if you're listening to this podcast and you think that uh you have a good idea for a new segment, uh write us a letter and send it to our P.O. box. Yep. Or just email it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us on any of the social media sites and uh and we'll uh we'll respond. So Yeah, but we're we... pretty much Well, we're not everywhere. The easiest way would just be to email us at yeah. um unchurchedpod at gmail dot com. Agreed. <clears throat> or wherever you listen, I'm sure there's a link to our website or messages somehow. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be totally cool. Get some ideas flowing. I know we have some ideas, but I'm not willing to share them. I don't know if you are. No, not until they're fully baked. Yeah. We're only half baked. It's a good movie. Uh, yeah. There's also so. some other news for the podcast, though, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one of our goals for 2019 is to start doing interviews. Yeah. So I think that that'll be very, very cool for us to, to get into, get involved in. Uh, right now, Heck we don't cool, really brah. do, we don't really do interviews. Uh, but we have talked. It's not to, really been our thing. No. But we've talked to a few people and uh about doing interviews and or or about coming onto the podcast and um and basically discussing their story of uh why they're unchurched and uh and just exploring the different uh reasons that people have come up with as to why they are no longer part of the uh air quotes church body so we want to bring that out in 2019 yeah yeah i mean and it's not just uh isolated to that but also you know hey there's there's a lot of people that have come to christ in different ways right and so their story of how they came to believe uh, would be good to bring out and, and maybe inspirational for some of you that are out there listening. So, uh, interviews. Uh, <clears throat> interviews. I'm excited. Interviews. Yeah, I think that's going to be super cool. So, uh, so yeah. So, I guess if you're out there and you, and you want to be on the podcast and you want to be interviewed, I don't know. Maybe you can... Uh, if you got an interesting story as to how you uh, became 
part of the unchurched or uh, an interesting story of how you came to Christ, you can drop us a line down at the same uh, email address, unchurchedpod at gmail.com. For sure. So we've got goals for 2019. How about you? Cool? Cool. Yeah, I like it. I like it like that. I like it like I like it like that. The original, not the I like dollars, I like man. I like dinner when I can. I like dinner when I can. When I can. She has ruined that song for me. And uh, yet, this is the second episode you've sang it. I know I digress. Oh, God, I hate myself. <clears throat> I hate you, too. Uh, okay. You yeah. and your the stupid song in my audio head. tapes. <laughs> oh god! Funny story. Shoot, or should I say, secret time? Secret time. When I was a kid, yes. I would always. Uh, I guess I had trouble sleeping. Maybe I don't know, but I would always like listen to a tape at night of like music or like. Oh, I forget what they were called, but they were Christian like stories. Um, oh, I have to find it. I want to say it was some like something Whitaker. Anyway, there were these Christian stories that were narrated on tape and like blah blah huh. blah. And you'd have to like, you know, turn over from side A to side B halfway through the story, and or I would listen to like <laughs> Carmen or. I don't know, man. I would always have to oh, like no. have music or something playing for me to go to sleep. And then, even into my teenage years, when compact discs became a thing, I would listen to the CD every night going to bed. So Yeah. As much as I'm busting your balls. Awesome. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> you have been. The whole episode you have. Because yeah. you're bringing up my childhood, bro. <laughs> ah, all right. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Hey, secret time. Secret time. I think this should be our next uh, segment that we launched for 2019, <laughs> by the way. Maybe it will be. Secret time. Secret time. I uh, I got drunk at my buddy's house in Minnesota and went down in the basement and uh, went to relieve myself in the basement where we were sleeping. And uh, I had a little bit too much to drink because we went to a charity event for this uh, mission in Ethiopia or someplace in Africa. It might have been Kenya. It might have been a benefit for Kenya, I think it was. Uh, so uh, I get completely lit with my buddy, and we were dancing like high school girlfriends. It was hilarious. I went downstairs. When we finally got home, got downstairs to relieve myself, and I bent over to lift up the toilet seat so that I wouldn't pee all, like, all over the sink. And I guess I bent over too far, and I fell. And once I hit the floor, the back of my head busted their door to the bathroom. <laughs> what? And uh, yeah, he had to re- 
Yeah, he literally had to replace <laughs> the door. Because it was a big old round melon-shaped dent in, in his bathroom door the basement. And I was so messed up that I don't even remember us ever talking about it until he sent me a picture of it, like, a day later or something. It was, yeah. Secret time. Yeah. Go ahead, replace the door that I busted with the back of my head when I fell to the ground because I bent over too far to uh, lift up the You sure that's why you're bending over? I mean, you just said you and your friend were dancing like two high school girls. Yeah, I'm sure that I was bending over to open up the lid of the toilet. Right. Thank you very much. Is that what what they called it in the 80s? (laughs) Yeah, when we were listening to songs Hey, let's go to the bathroom. Oops, I dropped my Walkman. Can you pick it up for me? Uh, Strange thing yeah. is, I don't remember right, a thing. Downhill, real fast. I couldn't remember a thing. You ask no. Cosby. I was a little That's bit sore happened. when I woke up. <laughs> Too soon. You're an idiot. All right. Yeah. So listen, if you're out there and you're listening, uh, and uh, you've got some resolutions for the new year, uh. Go ahead and, and drop us a line on any of the social medias or uh, send us an email. Let us know what the, they are. And who knows? Maybe we'll give you a shout out and uh, let people know what you said. Uh, yeah, yeah. Plus, we want to follow you. Swing so and bust your balls come April and you're sucking at life. <laughs> We're going to bust your balls because you dropped the ball and you didn't follow through with any of your damn resolutions. Horrible human, you. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. I'm just kidding. All right. Yeah. All right. I got to pee, and I got to go back and be All a right, dad man. for a bit. Well, Happy New Year to you and it's yours. Been awesome. Happy New Year. May the next Absolutely 12 months brother. be better than the last. Yeah. And since you have an anniversary coming up, ugh. Maybe the next episode before you guys' anniversary, we gotta have you, Brooke. We gotta have the, the wives on. Yeah, let's do it. And we can do a uh, secret time with the wives. <laughs> That'll be fun. You. Yep. All right, man. All right. Peace. It's been real. Peace. Hey everybody, it's Laurel, the self-appointed fan club president. You can visit Unchurched Podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at unchurchedpod on Twitter and Instagram. See you there.